The following is a presentation of KSL Sports. First and 12. A total roundup of this weekend's BYU football and the new look Big 12 Conference. First and 12 is sponsored by Macy's Grocery Store. Your hosts are Mitch Harper and Alex Keery on KSL News Radio and the KSL Sports Zone. Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday to all of you, Big 12 fans out there. Mitch Harper, Alex Keery. Coming to you from Fort Worth, Texas, Cowtown, Stockyards. Yeah, still down here in Texas, re- getting ready to uh, recap all the action from Big 12 football this past weekend, Week 7. Alex, man, that was a beatdown for BYU to TCU. We'll, we'll get to all of it, but, man, that was a tough <laughs> loss. It was a tough one, you know, and it was uh, – I, you know what's funny about a loss like that, too, is you would think, oh, man, I, there's just not a lot to say about that. There's actually surprisingly so many numbers that I kind of can't wait to get into where you just be like, you'll be shocked by how much craziness that went on in that game that went against BYU in terms of being able to win a football game. And it it almost felt a little bit like they got caught up to, uh, you know, based off of how they had been sort of playing weeks before Mitch. But, uh, yeah, it was a tough one. We'll get into that. We've got all sorts of things to jump into, but why don't we just get going with everything? Since this is a Big 12-centered show, let's get to our Big 12 headlines. 12. 12 headlines. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. The dozen storylines that shape this week of Big 12 football. Headline 1. We'll start here in Fort Worth as BYU falls to TCU 44-11. to Alex, I don't even think the score was as close as that would indicate. I think TCU could have put up a 60-piece on BYU. It was a tough day for BYU. Yeah, you know, interesting, like, there were a lot of TCU mistakes now that you bring it up. There were a lot of things that they sort of just set themselves back, but no problem. They had the game literally won points-wise in the first two and a half minutes of play. And I think that as soon as that pick six was thrown by, uh, by Keaton Slovis, that thing had already sort of written itself. It was like nobody could recover from that. Interestingly enough, considering that BYU had been behind so many other times, they had come back earlier in the season. But there you go. BYU gets absolutely blasted. Headline two is from that very game. Josh Hoover gets his first start. We did not respect the process, Mitch. These kids, they go through the process. Somebody finally gave me a shot, he said, after the game. It was Sonny Dykes. And Josh Hoover throws for 400 yards in his first career start. He just needed a chance. That's all he needed. That's that's all that everybody ever needs, right? I mean, the guy goes in there, throws the ball almost 60 times, 437 yards through the air, four touchdowns, the two picks that absolutely did not matter at all. It was an absolute career day for anybody, but certainly a guy who's brand new at TCU and Josh Hoover. Crazy day for him. That's how they got the win was, was uh, on his back. Hoover was outstanding. We'll get to more of that BYU-TCU game a little bit later this hour headline number three we talked about this last week alex kansas state they make a switch at quarterback avery johnson he rushes for five touchdowns that's the most by a big 12 player since 2011 last guy to do that from the quarterback position was colin klein his oc he leads kansas state to a win on the road over texas tech 38 to 21 yeah they needed it too i mean considering what they had just come off of loss wise and they were at Texas Tech. That was a tough win for K-State. No reason uh, to believe that they're going to be just totally heading in a downward uh, spiral. So there you go. They get the win. Number four, Texas Tech's quarterback, Baron Morton, gets hurt. And their freshman, Jake Strong, comes in. 
doesn't get enough done. I think he's got a lot of promise, but my goodness, Texas Tech at home uh, getting beat by a couple of touchdowns by Kansas State, and it's not good to see your quarterback go down ever. Headline number five, what a way to start the Big 12 week of action this week was Houston. They completed a Hail Mary on Thursday night to defeat West Virginia in the Dana Holgerson Bowl. <laughs> the Dana Holgerson Bowl. I mean, hey, anytime you're supposed to like put chalk something up for a win or a loss as to how it's supposed to, quote-unquote, go in the Big 12, here comes Houston and goes, hey, this is, this is where the AAC Mitch playing their guys on Thursday and Friday nights they go, oh, we're used to this, man. <laughs> they do it. West Virginia's like, I don't even know what hit us, man. That that Hail Mary was uh, ridiculous, and it was just a fun way to end that game. Congrats to Houston. They get a win over uh, West Virginia. They get their first conference win. Headline number six, West Virginia. They almost had it done. They had 12 seconds left. They scored a touchdown on a fourth down play and thought, oh, West Virginia's going to go to 5-1. and one. They're going to remain undefeated in Big 12 play, but they couldn't finish the job. Yeah, no reason to think not, too, when you go into a situation like that. Uh, just one of those crazy plays. It's a low percentage, but it converts sometimes. Oklahoma State, headline number seven here. Ollie Gordon putting up 284 yards of total offense, 168 on the ground, 116 uh, through the air. And uh, Kansas, I don't know who they are anymore. We don't know who uh, Oklahoma State is anymore. We'll hear from Mike Gundy a little bit later in the show, but 39-32, they get the win over Kansas. Yeah, that was a nice win. Oklahoma State bouncing back because we – had them at the bottom of this league. And just they keep have them there, Mitch. Just, back. just, just in case. Back. Just in case. Because these teams keep changing so much. You'll be like, look, they'll be back there next week. Just keep them there. This Like, we're having to – we're running out of dry erase markers at the station here, man. We can't keep moving these teams around the board like this, dude. This week, I'm telling you, folks, stay tuned to hour number two, the power rankings. It was a mess. It's ridiculous. But we're going to put it together still. Headline number eight, Iowa State's Rocco Beck, quarterback, Throws three touchdowns as they roll through Cincinnati. Beck's, you know, turning it up. They're fi- starting starting to find an identity after all the losses they had early in the season with the gambling scandal. <laughs> Iowa State settling in at three and one. All right, how are we like suddenly getting Iowa State like more <laughs> consistent than anybody else in the conference? I have actually no idea why. Headline number nine: Cincinnati still has not won a game in Big Twelve play. Four game losing streak for the Bearcats. Not looking good for them. But uh, hey, it's conference play. Everybody's trying to deal with it. Let's go. Headline number 10, if America doesn't love the Big 12, this stat should tell them why they should start to love Big 12 football. Four of the five winners in the Big 12 this week were underdogs. The lone underdog that didn't get it done was <laughs> BYU. You know, and they've been underdogs all all, uh, all year, it seemed like, especially in conference play. This one was uh, as about as embarrassing as you could get when it comes to that. Headline 11, uh, the top three teams right now in the Big 12. You ready for this, Mitch? <laughs> okay, Oklahoma, 3-0, and fine. Iowa State, the Cyclones roll up and go. Or they're three and one right now, just as we had it. And then there's four teams at two and one. It's <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this conference right now. They'll probably have a couple guys in the college football playoff at the at the end of this whole thing, right, Mitch? Come on. You would. I think Oklahoma's <laughs> got to probably win out if they want to get to the playoff. I mean, because please. If somebody's, they lose one game, it's probably going to be to a three or four loss team. <laughs> somebody's got to do it. And finally, headline number twelve. Those newcomers, as we just mentioned, are 2-10. and 10. Conference play is real. They told everybody. They told us. But uh, first 12 league games for those newcomers, they're 2-10, and 10, including BYU, who's 1-2 and two, uh, in all of that. So only one win against the original 10 members uh, as well. So those are your first 12 headlines from an absolute mess of a Saturday. 
I mean, when you look at it, this is why we love college football. This is why we why we dip in so much to this sport that we love, Mitch, is that the Big 12 is an absolute, like, I mean, it, it is the perfect example of any given Saturday, these teams will roll up, or a Thursday or a Friday, as we saw, these teams will roll up, and they're just eating their own right now. And I kind of love it. I kind of hate it. I uh, hated it for BYU today, but I do like that in any game that goes forward right now, Vegas is getting so nervous. They just don't even know how to call these games at this point. I love it. And it's so volatile at the quarterback spot, too. I mean, the, the names that we were talking about in those headlines, Avery Johnson, Jake Strong at Texas Tech, Rocco Beck. I mean, these were names that none of us were discussing preseason, and now they're going to be, seems like, the key guys in the near future for right. these teams. It's just a wild league right now. And, yeah, Oklahoma and Texas were on buys this weekend, but – this league, again, it's just expect the unexpected because crazy things are going to happen every single week. Uh, speaking of the unexpected, you're going to get the Offensive Player of the Week. No doubt your Big 12 Offensive Player of the Week is going to be Josh Hoover, speaking of surprises. Let's get into that, though, when we come back. How this TCU 44-BYU 11 game really played out. Like I said, I've got some insane numbers, Mitch, that I'm going to roll past you. We're going to hear some sound as well from Kalani Satake and his explanation. I mean, they worked their tails off to get ready for that game, and so it's even more depressing when you see that they uh, end up losing to the fashion that they did because they were not expecting anything like this. Let's take that first break. We'll come back. It is first and twelve. Heard right here on KSL News Radio and on the KSL Sports Zone every Sunday. You can tune in ten to noon and on KSL again this afternoon at, from three to five. Plus the podcast. My heavens, download the podcast. Find it wherever you can. Catch up on all the big on the Big Twelve headlines across the league. More to go around the corner. It's right here. It's first and 12.